Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And today, we're going to do a little dynasty talk. We haven't done too much dynasty talk yet. We had the, what, the, the, the draft episode a little while back, but... Other than that, we really haven't done too much Dynasty talk, which is I always love Dynasty leagues. I always have a good time getting these guys at the end of draft, at the end of the league. Jeff, is your cat like attacking something? <laughs> it's a, it's a, the third. Yeah, we're we're here. We're recording in our studio. Is actually Jeff's apartment, and he has a cat that is I think terrorizing the place right now. So you probably hear that. Carl is the 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 third announcer here. Yeah, he trying to join the show today, but yeah, he's a he's all excited about our dynasty talk today. Yeah, that's what that's what you get for taking an orphan. Kind of like ruined my train of thought there. No, but I was saying, I, dynasty leagues, I always have a good time with looking at the bottom of the league, trying to get these no name sleeper players, and you know that kind of stuff. I always love it. And the dynasty draft itself is fun. The startup initial dynasty draft, I love. I do too. I think it's the most. I only had the one. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It was a lot of fun because there's so much pressure on you too. You have to really decide well, and it'll set you up for years. And that's the yeah. only difficult part of it. So if you, if that is one of the first leagues you do, yep. and you screw it up, you're just stuck in this bad team. So I would highly recommend definitely putting in the work or doing it a couple of years down the road when you definitely have an idea of what you're doing. Yeah, it's I got it. Our, we did our Dynasty League run. What was that? We did our initial draft now about three years ago, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, three. Man, I wish I could redo that thing thinking about it now. Like, yeah. Oh, I nailed mine, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even worried. You, you hit it perfect. You yeah. did the you did the draft young, you know, get the young guys that are still kind of on that verge. You know, pull, you, you hit, like, everything. Yeah, I did. It was crazy the way it worked for you. Kind of, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of luck involved, but... I mean, that was the thing. I Really, there's two ways you can go about it, right? Well, there's three, I guess. But two, you can either go for the veteran win-now team where you can get a lot of these guys for a value yep. because, you know, you're picking Peyton Manning or something yep. three years ago. Yep. Um, or, like I did, you can go incredibly young, but you might miss on a handful of guys. Well, and I, I just happened to hit as well. But. And the funny thing is, yeah, in our league, that's somebody did that exact thing, the win-now. They picked Peyton Manning. They didn't win that first year, and it's been all downhill. Yeah, now it's now rebuilding, and it's it's tough to rebuild from that. You, on the other hand, you went that strategy first year struggled slightly. Well, it was funny. I can't. I kind of came on afterwards. I think I went about five hundred, and I yep. missed the playoffs by a game. And now in year three, you won the whole thing. So yeah, it's and you probably had the best team last year too. I should have. Yeah. You know, I can't say I should have won it, but it was one of those things where I think I had the better team. I just. Didn't yep. pan out for me. Well, and I'm a little different in that I've been tinkering way too much, and I'm just—I've been playoffs all three years. I can consistent, constantly are tinkering with my team, which I think we've gone—we've gone over this before. And like sometimes, I—I move on from players too quickly. It's not a—it's not a redraft league. This is a dynasty. I should be holding on. I've lost some good players in this league that I'm really sad to say, but I'm also been able to find. Tyreek Hill and Terrell Pryor this past year that and Josh Doxons because somebody released him, so I picked him. Picking him, my team is too deep. I had to release him, <laughs> and so that's I mean that's why I love Dynasty League. I was actually on our I was in the league just the other day making the moves. I you probably didn't even see this. I picked I up Boston, I picked up Boston Hooper the other day. Oh, that's a good pick. I, I picked like up him. him. I actually picked up Tony Romo too. Dude, I gotta get back on that. Yep, there's a lot up, of diamonds in I the rough. I picked up Austin Hooper and Tony Romo, and I released Steve Smith because I mean obviously. Return. And I actually released Calvin Johnson, which 
Why is Calvin Johnson on my team? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're you're really you're hoping for the real no, I actually, the big comeback. <laughs> so, Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I did have him. There's actually some players out there. That's the fun part about that, I think, is trying try to find to, these diamonds in the rough. You should try yeah. to include him in a trade just to see if people look twice. Hey, you never know. I've actually I traded Calvin Johnson last season when the, the initial retirement talk I yeah. turned him into DeMarco Murray. I know the guy. <laughs> the guy that wanted him was he. He banged hard because you gave him a pretty good deal. If if he came back, he definitely came out ahead. But if he exactly. didn't, he got screwed. And he got it screwed. could have been really bad news for me. And even now, I look at it, it was more of a win now move too because I traded away Devontae Parker in that deal, which is kind of overlooked. So yeah, so you did give Devontae Parker, and yep. let's be honest, we didn't think Murray was going to be as successful as he was going. No, to so the, the trade Titans. might have been a terrible move for myself. There, yeah, it could have been really bad. I also got a first round pick out of it, which yeah. turned oh, into Michael. Okay, Thomas. so you just absolutely yeah. trade raped him yeah. just yeah. <laughs> across the board. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that first rounder was Michael Thomas, so it worked out pretty well. <laughs> but I think what we're gonna what we're gonna do today, what we're gonna kind of through some of these. There's a bunch of rankings out there, dynasty wise. Just kind of look at them and see who we think really. If you're starting an initial dynasty right now, who are you picking number one? And this is who yeah. are you picking number one? Let's just get into oh, it, man. Jeff. I want to yeah, know this. Let's get into it. If you have a dynasty draft today, who is going to be your number one pick? And then I'll show, I'll tell you some of these other rankings I have after. I want to see. I want to hear see, what you got first. Here. See, this is um, it's very very interesting because even though we always go and we're talking about the top three running backs, dynasty is um, a little different. It is because you have to really and. Wide receivers just last longer. They just do. They have longer careers. Um, they're more reliable because they don't get hurt as much. So I honestly think, and you got to factor in age too. It's always huge. I think my number one overall pick, um, I, I think I would want Mike Evans. I think he would be number one for me. He's, I mean, the guy's like 23 years old. He's already a beast. Um, hasn't had injury concerns yet. I, I just know I can plug him in and be safe. So I think he would be my number one. And pretty much... That's pretty much not not consistent, Mike. It's 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 down to two players everywhere you look for initial. Are they both wide receivers? They're both wide receivers. It, and then Odell. It's Odell. Okay. It's Beckham and Evans. Yeah. Beckham and I, Evans. I agree. I those think those are the two. top. Those are the top two. Pretty much everywhere you look, it's those two. And oh, is, man. Does, I just say Odell goes before Evans a lot. It, you know, I'm actually okay, I actually have a bunch of ranks here. Let's see here. Out of these, let's see six. Six sites. Um, Odell goes four of the six on these. So yeah, slightly more, but not. It's it's not like it's all of them. You know, Evans does go number one on a lot of them. And then there is actually one couple ranks that put Antonio Brown there ahead of him. And really? actually one even wow. put Julio Jones ahead of him. Which okay, nah. that's. I mean, they're great players. They're great. But that, I won't. They just. Not, I mean, just age alone. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, how how far down? Because I would think that those two guys, and then I think I would put Zeke. Third, how, that, how far down does he show up? That's in a lot of them. Um, let's see here. I got some consensus ranks. This is what I have. This is like seven different rankings. Let's see. Zeke falls in at number five on this ranking here. Okay. And he's at then he's behind Brown and Jones. Oh, okay. So he the four receivers went number one on this, and then it went Zeke on one of these ranks. I've actually seen him on others where he's even further down. Which surprises me. He's down even below on this other one, below Amari Cooper, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, which is insane to me, honestly. Yeah, Allen <laughs> Robinson, man. I well, mean, that's <clears throat> he's, he's still cons- incredibly young. Here's some cons- consensus ranks. Here has Allen Robinson as the number 
10 overall player in dy- Dude, for a dynasty draft. And you know, that's where that's it, nonsense. Sometimes I feel like the dynasty ranks get a little overboard here. Yeah, that's that's absolutely nonsense. He wouldn't be and not and look, he he has a ton of upside. You obviously know that he's talented. He can he can do it. He's a top 5 player just a year removed. But does he even crack your top 10 wide receivers, let alone See, overall? The problem, Not for me. The reason he gets up there is because he, he's 24 years old. That's it. He's 24. There's so, a ton of young wide but receivers. there is. Though. I mean, would you – all right, Allen Robinson, are you going to draft him in a de- dynasty ahead of DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to pick two similar guys. I know, a, are you going to um, – I, I still go DeAndre over Allen Robinson. At this point, I would take – I wouldn't want to take either of them as high as this goes, but I think I would go. I think I would lean towards Allen Robinson, what about only him? because I, 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 if they switch out their quarterback, DeAndre definitely. What but, about AJ Green? Ooh, this is because the, of the age. AJ Green. You know what is kind of surprised me when I actually see his age. I don't. I guess I didn't, didn't realize how much older AJ Green is. Well, I'm. I'm. I thought he was older because I look at him. Julio and AJ Green are the same age, which blew my mind. I thought Julio well, was AJ, younger than him. AJ and Antonio Brown are both four months older than Julio. Yeah, so it's crazy to me actually. Just to give um, the yeah. people listening some, you know, so and when we talk about Mike Evans and Odell Beckham, I mean they're twenty three and twenty four years old, yeah. respectively. So, and then the next guys you're talking about Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, AJ they're Green, all who have been twenty nine. Yeah, they're yeah they're going to be twenty nine next year. So they're all incredible. You know, they're at kind of the, Dez, the pinnacle of Dez what they're is at. actually younger than AJ and. Antonio, yeah, which I but he's, he's, but he's, right there. he's like yeah, he's like he's like a month so, or two younger. Yeah, all those guys are the same. <laughs> They're about twenty nine, pretty much. So you're now you're five extra years out of those yeah. Odell and. But Mike I mean, Evans. how 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 many years do you really think AJ Green is going to play? And when Dynasty, getting an extra two years out of guy is a yeah. big deal. So if you think he only has three more years, or say he has five more years of playing, how what section of that do you think is going to be high production? Because I can guarantee yeah. two, right? And then yep. after that, I think you know you start going yep. lower, lower. And really, looking at these ages of players, that means such that's such a big deal when you're looking at this. And funny, I didn't really realize this. Michael Thomas is older than Brandon Cooks. He's older than Sammy Watkins. He's older than Allen Robinson. Hold on, Michael Thomas is older than Cooks. He's older than Cooks by what? He's older than Cooks. No, no, by, isn't Cooks older? No, he's older than Cooks by about seven months. Not much older, but about seven months older than Cooks. Really? Yep. Which is kind of crazy to me. He's uh, four months older than Sammy Watkins, and he's six months older than Allen Robinson. Yeah. That's the thing. Allen Robinson's yeah. young. Oh, that's no, why he's, young. That's why he's still there. But, yeah, the Michael Thomas thing actually kind of surprising to me. I didn't yeah, realize how, well, I mean, I thought, his age. Yeah, so he's what, how old is he then, 23? He's 24. Hold it, Michael Thomas is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep, he's 24. He'll actually, it looks like he'll be, um, by the time the season starts, he'll be 25 already. What? I, I almost so wanted, maybe, I maybe I that's wanted, why he had I such a good... I almost double-check that. Yeah, no, that's... You double check, Jeff. Yeah, I got double it. Check. He just that blows my mind. Was he a senior coming out of college? Yeah, I believe he probably was a fifth year. Then even I don't even know. He must have been a fifth year guy. He must have been redshirted at some point or something to be that age. Hmm. Kind of interesting little stat there, a little number there. Ooh. So I can see why Robinson ends up going higher. Is would you pick Allen Robinson or Sammy Watkins? Uh, I would take I would take Sammy Watkins. Yeah, me too. I, I would. I, would I too. mean, and I hate that because he's so injury prone. But Allen Robinson just fell off. Um, you just see Watkins produce every time he's healthy. Yep. So I think I would take the the risk. And at some point, I just have to believe that he's going to get healthy and play an entire year. I don't know. Well, looking at some of these ranks here, they have 
Mari Cooper and DeAndre Hopkins in this consensus rank ahead of Le'Veon and David Johnson. Would you do that? Are you pick? I'm not. I, I don't care that it's dynasty. I'm still picking Bell and Johnson over Cooper and Hopkins for sure. Oh, what was it? They have the ranks I'm looking at here. This is with seven different people. Okay. Mari Cooper is number six. DeAndre Hopkins number seven, and then Le'Veon Bell eight. David Johnson nine. Tell me, I'm not crazy for thinking that's way off. Mm, I, I don't I, care I, if it's I, it's a I dynasty. See where they're going? I get with it, that. but I can't do that. No, I think I think they're going strictly by age and the fact that wide receivers play longer. I would definitely take both of those running backs over them because I think not only can you win now, but I you have to believe they have a good right. four years in them at least. Yep. Like, like, even for running backs. But I guess part of it, too, is Johnson and Bell will both be 26 when next season starts. So that's kind of... Yeah, they're already older. I mean, they're really, that, Johnson is a lot older than I thought he, he was. He is, isn't he? Like, so that's yeah. part of it where he's not getting... But the thing is, yeah, he's a little bit older, but he doesn't have the NFL workload under him. He's not like he has all these carries that he's had over these years. So, it, you know, he, the age is there, but it's not like it's crazy, I don't think. I mean... I still I'm picking David Johnson. I'm up, I'm up in that top. I'm, I'd go Evans and Beckham ahead of him and Zeke. But honestly, I think I'd go David Johnson four or Le'Veon Bell four or five. Those two. I'm still going with those guys. Yeah, David Johnson was right. so dominant last year, and it was really his first year of carrying a big workload. Yep. So I, I don't think he's that worn down. I I don't understand why you would take um, a chance on one of those wide receivers when you have him with as a prime time back because that's the hardest thing is to find a back you can count on in these dynasty leagues. Yep. It's very important to have oh, yeah. some sort of stable. So you got to get him at some point. I, I would definitely take him over them. And then maybe I can understand if you want to take one of those guys over like a Bell maybe drops one year just because he's already seen the workload and, yep. and you know had trouble with you but know, I think at this up. point, I think those guys still have a good five years in them, no problem. I do too. So, I think I think they it, over they overhype wide yeah. receivers a bit. If you can get five years out of a player in a dynasty setup, your startup, you're really excited about that. Why not? Yeah, without we're, a doubt. we're going into year four in ours, and I mean, shoot, if you you would still be so excited if you got somebody with that first pick, like that still was given that production. Oh, and I mean, and also as much as I loved going incredibly young and having that. Yep. All these teams, especially if you're bad for a year, and and uh, you can you usually that number one number those top three picks you get someone incredibly yep. you know solid. Those guys that are coming out and getting uh, Zeke number one, Gurley number one, um, you know at that first year, yep. they take a huge bump up, and usually they're you know in the hunt right away, even oh, yeah. though they had such a bad. So those players do make a huge difference because it's yep. so hard to come by a running back and everyone knows that you do take a risk because if they get hurt you're just stuck with them on your roster but um I, you, you gotta gamble somewhere if you're gonna gamble gamble on johnson or bell i mean everyone knows oh, yeah. that all right what about this this is an interesting thing to me on some of the consensus consensus i can't even talk the ranks here gronkowski Ooh. 18 i think you're out of your mind if you take him that high right he's ahead of Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, you know, those kind of guys. He's had a, like, shoot, I mean, Gronk, the injuries worry him. He's already 28, you know. He's going to be almost 29 when the season starts. It's already getting up there in a way, with, yeah. especially with the injuries he's had. The injuries is what concerns me because tight ends can play forever. Yep. And uh, even a year ago, I would have said 18, yeah, without a doubt. But well, after this last year and the continuance yep. injury report, 
it I just it freaks me out too much. Well, some of these ranks have him ahead of Todd Gurley. Okay, uh, right. You're picking Gurley. Yeah, absolutely. right. I, I mean, mean, even Gurley. even though he struggled his last year, I yeah. I have to believe he would be at least a playable running back for five years. Yep. Like the guy is a beast. He had one year of really good production. You see the talent he has. Yep. There's no way I'm taking a injury riddled Gronkowski over him. He's he's ahead of Melvin Gordon. Even in some, oh, that's crazy. Too. Well, the consensus rate. This is where I like Dude, Melvin Gordon. Actually, why does everyone have so much love? I mean, I Grant Kelsey is great, but that's crazy. The, the problem with some of these ranks is like one person can drop the list, drop one player far down. If yeah, they don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Gordon, you know, but it's still off seven people. That's a pretty decent list. Melvin Gordon have actually one spot below Lamar Miller in running back rank. He's actually overall like four spots below him, but. Are you, I'm picking Gordon over Miller, right? Um, I am right. Like that's. I, I think that's a no-brainer for me. Um, I, he's a I, young guy. I was actually kind of surprised. His, I'm not picking. I'm picking Carlos Hyde over Lamar Miller. I'm picking probably Devontae Freeman. Yeah, I mean, over Lamar maybe we're Miller, being. Right? I, I know we're not that big of fans of Lamar Miller or anything that Houston is doing right now. So maybe we're a little lower than we should be on him. But I mean, how do you have it up? Do you, do you know how old Lamar Miller is? Lamar Miller, I believe he's 26 right now. So he'll, okay. he'll turn 27 in the season. So he's going to be 27, and Melvin Gordon, I'm guessing, is what, 24 or something like that? Melvin Gordon is 24. 24. Yeah. So you have three less years. He's yeah. in his second year. He just hit the, his stride. Lamar Miller, I feel like, hasn't done that yet. And he, I don't think Lamar Miller is really going to do it. I don't he's, either. I think this is kind of what Miami. he's going to be doing. He didn't do it in Houston yet. He's just what he is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Some A lot of people love Lamar Miller a lot more than I do. I, I think Melvin Gordon proved last year that he should be – in that talk, especially in Dynasty. He's yep. a young back in a great situation. Yep. There's no reason he should he should drop out of the top no no I'm top, picking top ten. I'm gonna pick JHIE over Lamar Miller too, I think at this point. Yeah. I mean I'm fine with Miller, but I don't think Miller's a guy who's I don't know how many more years Lamar Miller even has. Teams aren't gonna keep giving him the shot. He's gonna if he doesn't I mean, he's a couple more seasons and that's about it to be a start if he doesn't really turn it on. I mean, people, they give up on running backs after a little bit here. I mean, they have a short, you know, shelf life as well. I mean, you said he's going to be 27. Yep. He's not the biggest back. You see everyone break down. Most running backs, by the time they hit 29, are just, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of just fading yep. fading away. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd, I wouldn't like him. Like, definitely in a dynasty league. And this, okay, this right here, I'm going to talk about this guy. This is a player, if you're in a win now, if you go to kind of a win now type draft, if you're doing this. A guy that you can get that can give you a really good chance to win now, LaShawn McCoy. He's an interesting one for an initial initial dynasty startup right now. Mm-hmm. How early do you do you uh, all okay? I guess I'm trying to think of how I would draft McCoy. And it pretty much comes down to I have to see what I get in the first couple like first two rounds. If I get enough young like a couple good young star players, I can go McCoy later to really have a chance to win. McCoy's interesting. He is he, he's one of the most interesting players in a, a dynasty startup for me right now cuz he's just he's a great player who's going to be almost 30 years old. He yeah. doesn't have many years left. If how what round if, in a dynasty what round would it take for you to draft him? Is it going to be 4? Uh, do you want to get 3 players ahead or is, will you be comfortable in the 3rd? No, I would I would it would have to be the 4th round. It would be the me. earliest, right? Yeah, it would be the earliest. And even then I would because I'm guessing there's going to be a ton of 
like youthful guys I would be looking at. But it would be very tough for me even then. And fifth, there, I, I think I would. There's no doubt I would have to. But he's gonna go before then. There's just no way he's gonna make it past round four. So he in most of the dynasty leagues I'm looking at, he's gonna get by me. Yep. But well, round four, I think that would be safe to scoop him up, and then you would have a great back for two years. I could see a draft something like this. Let's say even if you get like one of the top couple of picks here, if you pick up like. Beckham or Evans in the top two. Mm-hmm. You come around. This is like a ten teamer. You come around at the. You get one of those two top receivers at the end of the second. You're towards the end. You get like a Jordan Howard, JJ, Melvin Gordon ish. One of those kind of players. Yeah. So you're feeling pretty good, I think, right there. That's what we can get. And then you turn around. You get the next. Like you could honestly get like a Evans Beckham. You could turn around and probably get Howard, a Jai Gordon, two of those guys at the turn. If you got. That'd be tremendous. Okay, that and that's a legit. Like I'm going off a rank yeah, here. Yeah. That in a ten teamer, that's a pretty good. You could actually get that lineup. Would you get McCoy then? Would you feel comfortable in the fourth getting McCoy if you went with like you have Evans or Beckham plus those two good running backs with a Howard, a Jai Gordon, two of those three. Throw McCoy in there as like your flex or no, it wouldn't even be your flex. Mm-hmm. Would you feel comfortable then in the fourth of them with that lineup? I think I would because I think you have a you have a good balance of. Future, yeah, and win now at the same time. I think you can take the I mean, chance. I, I would. I, I definitely would feel comfortable in that situation taking him there. But it's not. Those are. I mean, the, I'm trying to think of who and, and who's like the next. Who are the next like five guys around? What around? A- around, around McCoy. See, that's the problem. Around McCoy, it's. And let's see. I'm going to pull up a couple different lists just to get a good idea of where people have There could it. be another stud wide well, receiver that I would rather have. You know what I mean? Because you're probably talking down there, and he, he just coming off injury and stuff, but I'm still in love with the fact that you can get Keenan Allen. Is, can, is going, he, he's he going to go higher. before that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. He's going higher in a lot of these. Like, Keenan Allen, okay. he, so people he's still top like 20-ish. Like, so you could probably, oh, okay. like, you could get... Damn, even with two straight yeah, years of missing. It's just so... Wide receivers are just so mm-hmm. heavy in these dynasties. So, McCoy, the players going around McCoy makes me feel like... This is why I feel like I would get this in the fourth. You got um, some of these have like a Mark Ingram, um, even wide receiver wise, Emmanuel Sanders, Devontae Adams, you know, Kelvin Benjamin around there, those kind of guys. I like Kelvin Benjamin, but I don't but, think I like him. I, no, I think I think in that I think I would go McCoy. I think that was the more most bang for your buck for right? the next two years. Well, and let's be honest, if you end up with getting another running back, yep. package McCoy the next year. Before his prime is done, and you know, what I mean, well, otherwise it'd be like guys like Derrick Henry. I'm still not picking Derrick Henry, even with the upside ahead of McCoy. I don't feel like if oh, I, man, if, I, I really if, do love, I do Derek. too. But if I got that same, if I had that lineup ahead, oh man, I think McCoy at the end of the fourth. If you got like the first or second pick, that's how it would kind of work. You get that first or second pick, then you get him at the turn of the second, and third. Your fourth pick is about the end of is about round forty ish. I feel like I'd feel comfortable with McCoy there around yeah, 40 That would be the moment where that would be the pick. So you're saying, hey, I'm going to win now. Yep. Um, compared to, I'm going to get Derrick Henry. And these, you know, and that's more of the, that's the danger, right? If you get three stud running backs like that that are that young, yep. it could go sour on you because they're running backs. You know that. So it's one of those things where, like, if you don't think Derrick Henry is going to be a, a guy that's going to get a ton of touches because yep. DeMarco Murray is still there. And so you're like, okay, I'm not going to be able to play him for a year. Um, you could go heavy wide receiver, right? You could for that first year, and then hopefully it, yep. So you do have some questions there. But I, I would edge myself. I would go McCoy, even though I think Derrick Henry, it might not be next year, but he will be an absolute stud, and I would hate to miss out on Another him guy to get in that range, Devontae Adams is interesting. At only t- he def- like 
he kind of scares me a bit. But we've talked about something like look at these ages of players. We've talked about different guys. Like we talk about Josh Doxson, and we like his potential. Josh Josh Doxson is one month older than Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> just to just to fact check this too, the place I looked uh, for Michael Thomas, it says he's twenty two, and he's about to turn twenty three. Well, they have it wrong here. Okay, so uh, at least that's what I see. So because it wouldn't make sense, but so anyone listening? No, no he's twenty four. Yeah. What? He's going to be 24. He's about to be 24. Yeah. He'll be 24 when the season starts. This one says his birthday's in 94. This one says 93. So, Sansa. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what to believe. Well, this, yeah, but this says, yeah, he'll be 24. Let me see here. Michael Thomas will be... Where did he go? He'll be 24 in six months when the season starts. Okay, only, only Michael Thomas would have... Have us arguing about his yeah. age. It's always that guy that yeah. we're always like not Michael sure. Of. It's always something weird with him. All right, Michael Thomas. Okay. Michael I'm Thomas looking at some of these ranks here. Will Fuller ahead of LeSean McCoy. I don't go back to McCoy again, but see this is where he gets wow. like potential wise. Like okay. once again, if they change up the no, there's no. Way. And it's not ever, but this is this is like one rank. I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's obviously below in some of these, but like a player like Terrell Pryor's down there. Yeah, he's probably a little older. Than he is older. I think he's twenty. Seven, he's been around for a while. He's yeah. um he's twenty. He'll be twenty eight when the season starts. 20. I think. Yeah, he'll be twenty eight when the season starts. Um, all right. Here, give me this. Look down the list and give me someone that you think you can grab late that you think would be a great pickup. All right. Let me let me just kind of say, take say something like uh, say uh, like a, a round seven ish kind of guy, like somewhere down there. Round seven ish. Okay. Let me think here. That's where it gets interesting because you decide. What kind of what strategy are you going? Is this for like a player that you can steal and win now, or is this a player that you think has a lot of either potential? one? It can go either, either way. way. Yeah, I kind of like a Thomas Rawls. He can even go further. He can go like even like around eight sometimes because he's guy. He's only, he's only going to be twenty four when the season starts. As, Rawls was one of my guys. Right? I couldn't believe how young he was. Yeah, he's, he's barely going to be twenty four years old when the season starts. So I like him a lot. Where that because he can go in that seventh to eighth round. Um, in a lot of these, he can even go ninth round if it's a ten team. Sometimes, so he's a guy that I like. I mean, I like quite a bit down there at that, you know, that level. Um, even maybe some other players. Ah, let's see here. You know, I was talking about Pryor. I like Pryor later in drafts because you know he's only he's going to be twenty eight years old when the season starts, but he's a wide receiver. Wide receivers go a little longer, and he doesn't have much. He hasn't played very much. No, and so he, he's fast enough, and he has size, so yeah. I think he'll be able to play. You know, you know, until his. You know, early 30s at least. Another couple guys I like, like I like Brashard Perriman, but the problem is I think he's going to go higher in a dynasty than you're not going to be able to steal him probably. So there's going to be somebody yeah. smart in your league. There, there's one that um, is very interesting, and you can tell no one, know, at least the one I'm looking at, no one knows exactly where to put him yet. Yep. Um, and it might become clear and they might skyrocket up, but that Oakland situation with running back, yeah. you might be able to steal someone like DeAndre Washington late that's uh, very true, yeah. And then you could end up with a, a starting running back for a few years and pay nothing for him. Yeah, you might be able to see, yeah, that'd be, that's that's going to be an interesting situation there to yeah. see what happens with those guys. And then, like, what do you do with, like, the Adrian Peterson type players? How, that's going to be, like, 10th round for me. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, you know if you get, if you <laughs> get one full year out of him, that's what you're going for. He's a guy that if you look at your team yep. and, you know, you're, and you really can fill out a great starting lineup, and you don't see any young guys around that. I, I would take him to be like, I can win now with this. Yep. Um, 
I don't want you don't want to take too many of those guys though. That's, that's no, the fill no, out. No, that's like if a, you could go like a, a McCoy at the fourth round, and then you're like, I can get AP, and then you know stash someone later. Oh yeah, um, that'd be cool. But he he can go either way, so he really scares me in the dynasty league. Yep. All right, I'm trying to look around here, just kind of see any major steals that I think you should look out for. I wouldn't even mind like way way down in your draft. Like, I talked about him last week, so I'm going to bring him up again. Like, Wendell Smallwood, he's way on there. You can get him, like, 14th, 15th round in some of these. That's a player, when you get way down there, 13th, 14th, 15th round, I'd get a guy like that, who a young guy who could end up being a starter. That's, you know, the kind of players I like to look for. I mean, he, he definitely has a path to being the starter, and I see a lot of these where he's probably going, like, almost the 14th or 15th round. I, I like getting a player like that. You know, running back wise, because people start going with these wide receivers. So many young wide receivers get drafted mm-hmm. ahead of them. Um, there's some, you know, other interesting ones. I'm always Josh Gordon's always interesting. Yeah, you never because you can get him for nothing now late. Yeah, and, and so I mean, on, in the chance. same same breath as him, uh, Martavius Bryant, yeah. which is yep. only 25 right now. Um, he he's going to fall down so much because you can't rely on him. But if he ends up playing. You just get an incredible value for him. So, how early would you draft Cole Beasley? Fourth round? Cole Beasley? Oh, yeah. Um, I just saw Cole Beasley's name. I haven't talked about Cole. Cole Beasley, I haven't heard heard about him in a long time. The love affair continues. Oh, good old Cole Beasley. I probably won't be drafting Cole Beasley (laughs) in a dynasty, especially. How how high up are you going to... These guys that you're kind of risking, right? They have a a ton of upside. So, I'm I'm talking about like Josh Doxson, Tyler Lockett. Um, you players of that caliber, See, how high are you going for those guys? I don't want to be picking those guys that early. I don't I feel like eighth round is like the earliest I start going for that. I want to get guys who I know can play. And I, you know, it's they probably going to go higher in some, but eighth, ninth round ish, maybe 10th even. I want to get guys that I know are sure things. Like mm-hmm. young, there's still to me when you get to down certain levels, there's still enough players like Josh Doxson's going fifty to sixty. Sometimes I see in these, and that's too early for me. That's like fifth, sixth round, maybe seventh round. Even that's too early for me for a I guy agree. who hasn't done it yet. Especially when you can get players around a Josh Doxson. I see like a Devonte Adams around Josh Doxson. Devonte Adams has already proven he can play, and they're the same exact age. Like that's still crazy to me. Yeah. They're literally the same age, pretty much within a month, and Adams has already done it. And the other other guys like around that, like Laquan Treadwell, he's literally did nothing last year, and he's still going in these drafts, probably fifth, sixth round. Yeah, which blows my mind, right? Because he he's incredibly young, he's incredibly talented. He is, but, but he, didn't he literally did nothing, <laughs> nothing. Which how is that not like a huge red flag though? There's something yeah, that's it's odd. I actually It was very odd. I, don't I traded him away it. in our dynasty. I had well, him. I don't blame you. It's just it makes no sense to me. And like I'd rather get a guy like Tyreek Hill who's already proven that he can be an NFL yeah, player. But, I mean to be fair, Tyreek Hill is gonna be way over those guys. But and not in all the ranks I've seen. That's the that's, problem. Well, that's, which is crazy to me. Yeah. That's once where, again, people are all over the place with, with dynasty rankings. I feel like you can pick out one little piece and then just or their age or something like that. Yep. Um, so you really do have to kind of comb through it. And, you know, people will kind of fall asleep on a lot of guys, too, like Dante Moncrief. He seems exactly, like he's been yeah. around forever, but he's 23. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be on a great oh, offense yeah, forever. That's so one I would healthy, definitely like to get him, for yeah. sure. And I think you can get him for uh, really, I mean, 
I don't know where he's going to go. You might have to take him in, unfortunately, if you have to take him in, like, the third round. But he's one of those guys. If you could take him in the fourth round, be incredible upside. This is another – this shows if you do your research, you know what you're doing here in these drafts. You can get some steals. And some of the people that you're going against are probably just going to be looking at rankings, and that's all they're going to do, and they're going to base it off that. And these consensus ranks, Tyreek Hill is actually ranked below Devin Funchess, Michael Floyd. What? Yeah, yeah. He's Larry Fitzgerald, even. He's ranked below Larry Fitzgerald. I, I love Fitzgerald, but, but he's too this old. This is Yeah. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, you can grab those guys at right? the very end. Marvin to fill Jones. In. Like, I'm picking Tyreek Hill over Brandon Marshall. All those guys are ranked ahead of Tyreek Hill in these consensus ranks, I see. I, I would hope it's insane that, that me, changes. Right? But, but that's a good thing if you are listening to this and you do your research. You can get those players. The other guys are going to go, uh, especially when it gets in, they're going to probably be picking these guys up based off ranks. Get, you, know, you can get Tyreek Hill out of them. Especially like a, is there any chance in the world you could ever see yourself drafting Brandon Marshall over Tyreek Hill in a dynasty league? Yeah, just, I can't, I'm not going to draft I, I, Brandon I, I, Marshall over yeah, regular. Say, like, I'm not going to draft him, period, in any of my leagues. Um, so it's, it's no. crazy to me when I'm seeing some of this. So this just shows do your research on this. You know, really kind of got to get a good mix of these young players, especially once I get down in the draft. Like, I feel like we're talking about McCoy can reach for McCoy fourth or fifth round, but I think in the middle rounds, you get guys with good potential, but who can actually play, who have played. And maybe I would lean towards getting more players that have actually done it than not. Don't get all, get potential, but don't go like, 100% potential. Yeah, you can't go pure speculation. You know, don't do completely that. It, I mean, it could work out and you'd be great. But then throw in a veteran here or there just to kind of, if you want to win at the time, win now-ish. You can have a good yeah. mix. But get a veteran that's not like a 32-year-old veteran. Get the 28-year-old guy who can play for another three, four years for you. You know, that's kind of what I would look at. Don't get Brandon Marshall. Don't get Larry Fitzgerald too early. I like those guys. I don't, I don't love Brandon Marshall anymore, but... Yeah, and Don't I mean, draft them late, and, late. and especially, um, and obviously these rankings, at least the ones I've been looking at, don't have the rookies incorporated in them yet. Yet, true. Um, and those guys are going to be very interesting. There, there's a few running backs that are going to be, depending on where they go, they could be useful right away. And those guys, sometimes they, sometimes they're overvalued. I, I assume the number one running back coming out of the league is probably going to be overvalued right away because of Zeke and his production and everything like that. But um, who is it? The Florida State back um, coming Cook, up. Dalvin yeah, Cook. Cook. I, I think he probably will have a pretty good value if he lands somewhere where he can be um, in a split time or a, a primary back. Yep. I think he would be a great one to pick up. So, like, um, for interest, uh, Hyde was a rookie when I picked and I jumped the gun and picked him way early just because I liked his upside, everything like that. And it was great because I had him valued way higher than what the list did. So oh, yeah. everyone stayed away because they didn't want to shoot the moon, if you will. Um, so find those guys you really like and don't be afraid to go get them um, you know, around early. Just make like, sure you have the ones you like. I have one of the lists here actually has like Leonard Fournette, number 15. Yeah, exactly. See, and, and, Cook Fournette, number, and Cook, number 18. Oh wow, that high! Yeah. And then they have Gurley at nineteen. So are, are you going to oh, okay. pick Fournette? Well, and I, I would, I would. Probably. Fournette, yes. Depends on the situation. Once again, but I we don't know where they are. I would yet. probably pick Fournette over Gurley. Cook depends on situation. I don't know if I would go Cook over Gurley. It, it really is situation because you can see the difference, right? Gurley went to a crappy team. Yep. And uh, Zeke went to the best line in, in football. So, um, and not, and they're comparable athletes. So it is very. 
very Fournette. I just assume he's going to go to a bad team, right? And and yes, <laughs> I like I like funny. the guy, but he also scares me if I'm going to take him over some of those other guys. Because is he, is he the sure? Th- we all think he's a sure thing, but we all thought Gurley's a sure thing. Yeah, it, and Gurley, just, you know, worked out for a year, so you really do have to temper expectations for that. Um, and some of the rookie wide receivers too. Find the one that has the better landing spot than yeah. the yeah, one that is, uh, you know, going to go to. The, those receivers are going to be all situation. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's pretty much it for the this episode of the Dynasty Talk. We're going to have plenty more of these coming up. Yeah, I mean, we just <laughs> I feel There's like that so tight, tight end alone. <laughs> oh, God, we didn't even talk about tight end, really. We talked about, literally, we talked about Gronk, and we didn't even bring up anybody else. No, and that, that's an interesting one, because I don't know how high... As I start talking about everything else, yep. as we said, we're done. But it's very, very interesting because there's a lot of young guys, and tight ends play a little later. They usually catch on later. Yep. So there's someone like Jared Cook you can get really late yep. that I think is going to be good for a year. Austin Hooper. I like exactly. He's my Hooper. guy. He's my I think you can stash a couple of these guys, and um, it's very nice when you have a, a couple of these guys can go. I ended up with – I think I, I do have Gronk on my, my dynasty team. Yeah. Um, Obviously, so so when I tell you not to draft him that high, you can know that I mean it because I, I did draft him insanely high, and I was uh, I'm fine with it. But all right, well, I think that's it for this episode. It for this week of episodes. We'll have, we'll be back next week. We'll have more shows for you guys, as always. Not really sure what we'll be talking about yet. We'll have more news, more everything. You know, always more to talk about. As we've seen here today, we could keep these episodes going forever. Yeah, I feel like. But we'll be back next week. Um, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit, fantasyfootballprofit.com or fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, I don't know, all the other potential options you have to subscribe to us on. You know, do that. And we will talk to you guys next week. 